0: Are you looking to learn more about investing in the central Indiana real estate market? You've come to the right place. Welcome to the Indy Real Estate Investing Podcast with TNH Realty, where we discuss all things related to investing in the central Indiana real estate market. Thank you for listening and
1: enjoy the show.
0: Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Indy Real Estate Investing Podcast. I'm your host, Jeremy Tallman with TNH Realty we are a residential property management company that services the central Indiana market. Today's show, it should be a fun one. It's going to be where we look back on our 2023 predictions that we made just about a year ago to see how we did there. And then we'll also uh, provide some more predictions about how we think things are going to unfold in 2024. And with me once again, like she was last year, is Devin Shaw. Yes, that's Devin Shaw, formerly known as Devin Hicks from our brokerage group. Welcome back to the show, Devin.
1: Thank you. Yeah, after um five years of marriage, I finally, finally got around to doing that. So <laughs>
0: Yeah, we're all adjusting. Yes. And I'm sure you are too. <laughs> so uh all right. So Devin, before we get into this, the word around the office yesterday was you were hosting a Taylor Swift watch party. You've talked about we've talked about Taylor Swift with you know regard to your fandom on here before, but did that happen?
1: It did. Yep. Yes, I had and had a few friends and colleagues over. Uh, it was her Taylor's birthday yesterday, and she dropped the mm. the Eras tour film. So we stayed up uh, a little bit too late watching that last evening, and it was it was a good time. So I have my little friendship bracelets on and everything. So
0: wow. Yeah, it's pretty well documented. You're a Swifty, not a fan, but I get it. She's uh, she is everywhere. <laughs> she has taken over pop culture like few people ever have. So, so Devin, I'm excited you're here today. I'm excited to get in some of these predictions. It was kind of fun going back. I think we talked about this going back and seeing what we said, you know, about a year ago. And at first, I want to start this, this episode with kind of recapping the predictions that we made in December of 2022. And back then we discussed three main things, predicting kind of three main indicators. And that was interest rates, where home prices are going to be here in central Indiana in 2023, and then rent rates again here in central Indiana. So let's start first with interest rates. It seems like everyone is talking interest rates. It's all over the news, whether that's print, you know, television, blogs podcast, whatever. In fact, I don't remember a a time in my adult lifetime where interest rates have taken up so much oxygen in the investment world. It's like we talk about them all the time and there's all this anticipation about what's going to happen. So Devin, you said, again, this was in December of 2022, that we would see a bump in interest rates in early 2023. And after that, interest rates would decline in late 2023. So what happened?
1: Yeah, I think relatively speaking that's fairly accurate. We started 2023 and the, the low 6s. They kind of fluctuated mildly. In August we hit we hit 7 per 7% range. So mm-hmm. since August we've fluctuated between kind of low, mid, high 7s. I think maybe for a bit we, it might have hit eight, kind of depending um, on the property. I think, especially for investment properties, I, I was hearing that. But yeah, so August, you know, definitely, I think kind of we started seeing it start to peak. Um, that kind of held through November. They were still hovering in the sevens. But honestly, the last few weeks here in December, we've start, started to see them take down. So yeah, I've had a, a lender be able to lock some clients in. Kind of right below 7%. So that's an investment product. And that's an investment property. Yep. So nice. we are, yep, definitely starting to see them tick down a bit at least. So
0: yeah, I'd read nationally that they kind of peaked in August and have been easing a little bit. So I think going to give you credit, I think you got that prediction right, Devin. Nice work. So talk a little bit about the interest rates and relationship. And, you know, we won't get into a lot of specific numbers necessarily, but the kind of year our brokerage, which you lead, has had, because we weren't really sure what to expect. And we kind of had to, you know, make some adjustments in our predictions. And so talk about overall the year the brokerage had and maybe the relationship, maybe, maybe not with interest rates.
1: Yeah. I would say the first half to the first three fourths of the year, to be honest, were very slow. I think anytime we see a, significant change in the market everyone kind of wants to freeze because nobody really knows what's going on is it gonna change is it gonna hold out so yeah. we definitely saw a lot of people get out of the market both on the buy side and the list side because you know going from a three percent to a seven percent yeah that's pretty big pretty big jump so it definitely froze things for us we felt it heavily people just weren't really doing anything. And then I would say probably around September, I feel like right when I went on a 10, 10 day vacation, of course, things started to to pick up quite a bit and we've really gotten some traction. I think, you know, people kind of had most of the year to realize rates aren't going back to three or 4%. So, oh. you, you know, if you if you want to make a move, you're just going to have to make a move. So I think p- people just kind of were able to adjust and and get used to it. So, yeah. Kind of this last quarter we've really picked up and have, have seen a lot a lot of people kind of get off the sidelines. I would say it's it's nice while interest rates are high, it, it, we definitely have been able to see more buyer negotiation power. Um, so you know there are some things that offset that a little bit. so we've been able to get some better deals maybe and negotiate more over inspections and things like that. I
0: think it's interesting because you're right, it was slow and then oh, I think we had our best month of the year in November. Which that's not normal. (laughs) Have your best month of the year in November, but we had a very good November. And I think December is going to be right in that. We've talked, you know, I met yesterday about, you know, kind of our December projections and it's likely going to be right in that same area. So things are picking up. There's a lot of momentum going into 2024, which is, which is good to see. Mm -hmm. All right. The number two prediction was about home prices here in central Indiana. And the prediction was that we would see incremental drops in pricing. So give us some results, Devin.
1: Yeah, I think over the course of the year, the average sales price did drop somewhat. It started low, went up, came back down. So when you look at it, it very much looks like a normal pre-COVID market, Mm -hmm. honestly. It's, you know, you had kind of a slower first quarter, things peaked and spring, summer, before school, and then kind of comes back down going back into the fall and winter. So nothing drastic, pretty nominal changes, relatively speaking, compared to what we saw the last couple of years. And the median home price was only up about 4.3% year over year, which in my opinion is just a very normal kind of appreciation growth. So honestly, good to see, I think a little bit of market correction.
0: Yeah, I think the brakes have been hit a little bit. No doubt about it. I think you're right. Kind of that pre-COVID feel of yeah, we I'm looking at the, the my statistics here. You know, you mentioned 4.3 year over year growth. Month over month, we were down just negligible uh $50. <laughs> you know, so it's pretty stayed pretty tight between October and November. So the median sales price is, you know, right at $290,000, 289,950. And that represents, like we mentioned, a 4.3% increase from, from November of 2022. Uh, two. So yeah, just kind of hanging in there, right? Which is which is a testament to the real estate market. It's just because there are a lot of people who felt like prices were really going to go down. Mm-hmm. You weren't one of them, you know, any significant drops, but we're kind of back to where we were, um, you know, which, which isn't a bad thing, you know, to, to go through a year like we went through to kind of stay steady is is not a bad thing at all. So Mm -hmm. we also mentioned that, you know, sellers would adjust to the new market. And you mentioned something earlier, I want to kind of dig into a minute. Is it the sellers have adjusted? Because it does feel like people are stubborn still with price. Or is it the buyers have adjusted? Because you mentioned the buyers have adjusted a little bit. Is it a combination of both? Or do you see it more like buyers just willing to say, okay, i'm gonna I'm gonna deal with this interest rate and I'll refinance later in the hopes that you know things do go down a little bit. What are your thoughts on that? sellers adjusting, buyers adjusting, both adjusting where, where are you seeing that?
1: I think it's a little bit of both. I think it is more so on the seller end maybe not so much in price, but just the fact that I think every property that we've gotten under contract for a buyer in the last you know three to five months has been, under list price, not anything crazy below Uh list price, but below list price, we are able to typically negotiate seller paid closing costs in every deal to help, you know, with out-of-pocket costs, buying the rate down. I I didn't write a single purchase agreement in 2021 asking for seller paid closing costs. So, you know, we're seeing that, which is super helpful right now, being able to negotiate more in inspections, you know, whereas before, we were seeing sellers it was basically take it or leave it and so buyers really felt that too having to pay premium prices for properties and having to dump a lot of money into fix inspection right. issues so you know i think yeah while we're not seeing it in, in the prices as much it's you know definitely sellers having to to compromise more and and make more concessions to get deals done
0: yeah there was some data, I think the IBJ, the Indianapolis business Journal, reported this about these statistics. They went a little further with their analysis and they, and this is worth noting. They indicated that there's been 22 straight months of closed sales decline year over year.
1: Yeah, I feel okay. that. <laughs> so,
0: so not like every month, every, you know, you went down, 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 down. But if you look at the 22 months straight year over year decline in closed sales. So that is obvious that interest rates have crippled the market a bit or they, they've not crippled maybe too big of a term but it's it's slowed the market which I think the FED wanted to do in some ways there's not a lot of activity right and it's hard to to get to find homes that, that are on the market it's hard to find buyers so yeah I mean the, you know to come through this year with some of the success we've had just the overall market staying resilient that way in terms of pricing is is kind of remarkable if you look at it because 22 straight months that's that's crazy
1: yeah it is i know new listings i every i look every few days and i mean it's it's very very few new opportunities so i yeah i feel like i definitely see that on a daily basis for sure right
0: okay let's go into rents i think it was me that said rents will continue to grow steadily. I think that was the prediction. And I would say that prediction was right for most of the year. But now I think things have changed. Again, we just have data that we pulled from Mybor, which is a somewhat small sample size. And I, I totally get that. But let's, I want to review it real quick. So what I, what we saw when we were looking at some data was that rents trended to be in that $1,400, this is mostly single family stuff we're talking about, $14 a month range for Indianapolis for most of the year, but they actually bumped all the way up to 1561 in October, which was a record high for a month in Indian. I'm talking Indianapolis only. So in that respect, I guess, you know, the prediction was right, but then they went down in November, albeit slightly down to 1537. So again, from 1561 in October to 1537 in November, but here's the prediction I'll make and I'll almost guarantee it. is that I think we'll continue to see a decline in rents in December because the rental market is really, really challenging right now. It's in central Indiana and it's across the country. It's everywhere. There's a lot of pressure on rents now. So I think it's fair to say that rents were trending up a bit, but have recently fallen and I think will continue to fall at least for the rest of the year. I'll get into some predictions for 2024 and a bit about rent rates, but Devin, what are you saying? Like what, what are, you know, your investors experiencing? What are you advising people on rent rates here at the end of 2023?
1: Yeah. So, you know, I, I don't work day to day in the leasing aspect, but you know, I, I definitely talk with our, our leasing department a lot just so I can kind of keep a pulse on Mm -hmm. what's going on and yeah. It, it definitely feels like it's slowed down a lot. And I'm definitely much more conservative on my, you know, projections when I'm advising clients on what I think a property will rent for really whatever I think it will rent for. I'm usually kind of telling them $50 less or, mm-hmm. around there. Just, you know, I'd much rather, you know, kind of plan for a worst case scenario, hopefully. And then if you can get more awesome, but right. yeah, it definitely, definitely you know seems like it's it slowed down and and you know we always see it slow down this time of year as well so i, I am typically more sure. conservative but i think the the rental market has really kind of followed the sales market as well a couple of years ago i feel like if a property wasn't absolutely perfect and pristine it would still rent for max rent you could kind of let a few maybe little cosmetic things slide and still get the highest amount of rent possible. And now it's, you know, I think we're just seeing people be a lot more nitpicky because they can, there's more options. So, you know, you really kind of have to put your best foot forward to put a good rental product out there to, to get it off the market and rented.
0: Yeah, no doubt. And we'll, we'll, we'll get into more of that in a little bit. So, all right. Well, thank you for that, Devin. Let's transition over to some predictions for 2024. Let's start again with what everyone's talking about, and that's interest rates. You have an opinion on this. Uh, tell tell me what you think interest rates are going to be doing in 2024.
1: Yeah. So I do think rates will continue to go down throughout 2024. I do not think it will be COVID numbers by any means, but pretty much every major player is is predicting rates to go down. Oddly, Fannie Mae is the only one that's saying they won't and they're going to stay, they'll, they'll stay around 7%. So, kind of interesting that they specifically are saying that. But, but yeah, I, I really think they're going to continue to tick down. I think we will end 2024 in low to mid sixes, is kind of where I think what we'll get. I don't think it would be good to get lower. I think if we hit, Anything in the five percent range, I think it's just going to throw the market into another frenzy. I think that will mm-hmm. get a ton of people back in the market. So I don't necessarily think that's that's the best thing. So I I think and hope that we maybe end around kind of mid, low to mid sixes by by the end of twenty twenty four.
0: Low to mid sixes, yeah. So I think you had told me about a bigger pockets article, then I think I got it the next day about they're predicting four or five rate cuts. I think in it was six. six. I think six, six. So yeah, that's interesting. So, you know, the Fed just met yesterday and they held interest rates the same. I think for the third time in a row or something like that. But they have signaled that they're gonna they're gonna cut rates in 2024. They're done with 2023. Like they they're not gonna meet again. But again, you know, it's I'll use that number 22 again. We've had 22. Year-over-year year decline in closed sales here, in Central Indiana rates have never been higher. Um, they hit the highest point they've been in 22 years, <laughs> you know, across the board for for mortgage rates. So, a lot of publications out this morning, a lot of news I watched this morning are indicating that the Fed is kind of settling three rate cuts, about a quarter percent each in 2024. So that does get it down to the kind of the number you're you're kind of thinking about you know, I have no reason to say that's right or wrong. I don't, I'm not an economist, but it seems to me that if they do cut at a quarter point interest rate off in their first meeting in 2024, they may wait and see. And if things, you know, don't go back to crazy, if, you know, prices don't go soaring again, then they may do more. I think it's going to be kind of a wait and see, and they're going to kind of maybe do that initial cut and then go from there. So it's hard to see. I kind of like your prediction though, getting into that mid to low sixes and we may be there. We'll we'll see at the end of 2024. Home prices in central Indiana. Devin, what are you thinking?
1: I think depending on what rates do, I I think they'll hold fairly steady. Again, if if we somehow drop, you know, lower than six percent interest rates, I could see having a crazy spike again, kind of like COVID years did. But I really i just i don't i don't see that happening so i think they're going to hold fairly steady and i kind of think it will maybe mimic a little bit of, of this year where we'll see you know just because we do have such a severe lack of inventory it, that plays such a factor here and i know that's in a lot of other markets as well but that's a, a huge factor here i don't think our our prices are in trouble of going down by any means so i think they'll hold fairly steady and you know, we'll see maybe kind of in that five percent range of year over year growth, depending on on how low the rates go, though. Yeah.
0: So. you know, who knows? I, I think I think it's safe to say we're not going to see a crash, we're not gonna see a huge rise like we did during COVID. I I read an article this morning on realtor.com and indicated that they're predicting a 1.7 decline in 2024. So it's gonna be a, you know kind of a very small decline in property values. I think inventory is going to open up a lot. It's going to create more supply. So they're seeing pricing maybe go down a little bit. Locally, they indicated, they, they grouped uh, Indianapolis, Carmel, and Anderson together. But that was interesting <laughs> how they put those three markets kind of together. They're all very different markets, like very different markets. But I think they had those three kind of at a 1.5% decline overall. You know, mm. So Carmel's very different from Indianapolis which is very different from Anderson. So it's you're you're getting a pretty good mix of real estate right there. But that was their indication. But again, I think it's pretty safe to say we're not going to see any major swings either way in home values. So all right. The last thing I want to predict is rent rates. I'll, I'll get into this a little bit. We discussed rent rates a lot in podcasts, but as I mentioned before, the market's very, very slow right now. And it wasn't really until late March, early April that things began to pick up and then they picked up like we, we were just so, so busy, all right? We had this long, several months of just very slow activity and then it just hit and it hit hard and we were really, really busy all the way through the beginning of beginning of October. But again, that's when the breaks hit and the slowdown is, has continued. And I want to impress on people here. Again, I said it before, I'll say it again. This isn't a local phenomenon. Central Indiana isn't the only market that is seeing this big rental slowdown. We're part of forums, groups. We network with other property managers throughout the country. Everybody that I've talked to is slow. So again, as I noted earlier, I think we're going to see a decline in rents when December's numbers come out. What happens in 2024 is the big question. And I think the question will likely be, when will the rental market pick up? We know it's going to pick up. Like we know people are going to be moving. But the question we're asking ourselves internally, will it be January, which was typically, again, the time we always got busy pre-COVID? Or will it be like this year where it's March or early April? you know, the reality is investors need to fill their properties. And it's clear today as we speak, Devin, I think you'd agree. We're in a renter's market, right? You mentioned before that you have to come with a really nice product to get this property granted because there's a lot of choices out there for people. So renters today, and I don't know how long it's going to last, they definitely have the upper hand. And it hasn't, went, again, been that way in several years. So I'm going to predict a further reduction of rents during the first quarter of 2024. And then I think those prices will rebound in the warmer months. We always get more activity. There's always more demand in that time. And I think we'll probably follow a similar trend in the, as the housing markets. I think rents may be a little off in 2024, but nothing major overall. I think we're gonna be pretty steady there. Kelsey Bolden, she's our leasing manager. You, you referenced our leasing group before. She and I did a podcast several weeks ago and we discussed you know, some very specific things that we're doing to overcome this slow period because showings are down, applications are down. And, and for investors out there, you noted it before, Devin, they gotta pay attention to their pricing. You know, They can't just look at what they got last year. They have to look at the overall market. What can they get today? Your house is worth what someone will pay today. So you gotta make sure you're priced right. That property has to look good. <laughs> I mean, like you mentioned before, cosmetic issues that you could get away with during COVID, you're not probably going to be able to get away with them today because there are choices out there for people. But I think, look, not all's lost. I don't want to sound all doom and gloom because values out there generally have been very resilient. We talked about that before. I think interest rates are going to trend down a little bit. How much? We don't know. So I think there's a lot of optimism out there for investors as we enter 2024. So Devin, I want to transition back to you. Let's end this podcast by like we did last year. Tell people where you're seeing value, where you're getting things bought, where you're seeing numbers that work. Where in central Indiana can people have success right now?
1: Yeah. So not to sound like a broken record, but Anderson continues to be a fantastic market for us. I kind of looked through everything we're going to close for this, this year, I was around 36 deals and on the buy side, half of them were in Anderson or Muncie. So Anderson and Muncie are, are definitely, and we kind of more newly moved into Muncie. So yeah, Anderson and Muncie, definitely just the you know, bang for your buck, the the purchase price to rent ratios, you really can't find, find that in Indy. So, you know, continue to see success there. So yeah, Anderson, Muncie, another you know, a few areas is kind of some some of these east side neighborhoods, a couple specifically Community Heights, Emerson Heights, Christian Park. They're just have really kind of seen an uptick. I think there's a lot of improvement going on over there. There's a major hospital over there. So we, we've we bought quite a few kind of in in some of these east side neighborhoods this year as well. A lot of Burr opportunities over there. We have a client that Gosh, I think we helped him close on eight, you know, and kind of some of these east side neighborhoods, Mm all burrs. So I know, you know, there, there's definitely people looking for that. So definitely find those opportunities in some of those neighborhoods. Those are kind of where we've, we've had the most luck, most concentrated luck, I would say. Yeah. I just kind of wanted to end on a final note, a piece of advice, just from what I've seen, what, you know, what we're talking about for 2024, I would urge anyone that wants to buy I would I would do it between now and in quarter 1 cuz I I really think once we hit the spring and if rates tick down at all it's going to be there there's going to be a lot of people getting off the sidelines and it's going to be competitive so I think between now and Q1 of 2024 is will be a really really good time to buy and you should be hitting a good time in the rental market as well so
0: yeah I can't argue with that I've I've thought about that. I'm I'm glad you brought it up. I've never been one about market timing necessarily, but I do think because of the, just the slug of increases that investors have went through this last year, 18 months, whatever it's been just to have a quarter point reduction (laughs) could create, you know, so much optimism. We've seen the stock market lately just go way up and it's all about these interest rates. That's typically been the driver for the stock market to go up. So I think if, if the Fed actually does reduce anything, it could it could create, you're right, take a lot of people off the sidelines and create more competition out there. So I think that's, that's good. Yeah. Thanks for joining Absolutely. me. It's been great.
1: Absolutely. My pleasure as always.
0: Well, we hope everyone has picked up some information that will help them in their investing. We'll be back in two weeks with another podcast. In the meantime, we encourage you to share this podcast with your investing friends. Leave us a review. And don't hesitate to reach out to us with any questions at all. Until next time, thank you so much for listening. Happy holidays, everybody. And please stay invested in your investments.